1: It's a sad, sad Wednesday. The big man, Alonzo Highsmith. Who let the Wharf out? Elliot Wolf is gone. And I'm here with my co-host, Ian. Ian, right, 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 how are you? Good. It's hump day,
0: and the Browns are cleaning out the front office. So
1: jokes aside, I met Alonzo Highsmith in Arizona. He's a big, big guy.
0: Yeah, former running back, former professional boxer. So Yeah, he's a big guy who can knock you the hell out pretty quickly. So,
1: what were your first thoughts, though, when you heard the news?
0: You know, we had talked kind of previously, and I actually even had said, I think on the last podcast, I was surprised that they were still around because they're Dorsey guys. So, the NFL is a very, you know, kind of boys' club type of thing. And Dorsey brought in Highsmith and Wolf. And my guess is that Haslam went to them after they were decided to leave with Dorsey and said, Hey, can you just hang on and, you know, run the ship, set up the plans uh, through the end of the senior bowl. And then obviously until we hire a GM. So then they did that. And now, you know, we'll uh, Alonzo Highsmith went to Josina Anderson and said, Hey, you know, we're just going to go a different way. We see things a little bit different. And then um, he made some jokes about going to Aruba and clean out his garage. So, you know, he, he's just, it's a mutual parting of ways. They're going to go do other things. You know, it sounds like Jimmy Haslam really wanted Elliot Wolf to stay in the building. Uh, Rappaport tweeted they, despite multiple efforts, it was just something that he wanted to go do something else. So, you know, you can't blame the guys. Andrew Barry used to work, you know, realistically under them when he was VP. Uh, you know, you're talking about assistant GM and then Alonzo Highspeed might have been like on a peer level, but Alonzo's been in the game a long time. They bring him back less than a year later and he's the GM. So he's now the boss. Um, So there's a couple names out there that could be joining the Brown staff, but you know, we wish Elliot Wolf the best. We wish Alonzo Highsmith, Steve Malin, you know, we wish these guys the best. They tried, you know, at the end of the day, Haslam pulled the plug on the Dorsey experiment. So this is what happens. You have, you know, people that get let go or decide to go other directions because the job they signed on for has changed a little bit. No hard feelings. Good luck guys.
1: Uh Ron Wolf protecting his son.
0: Yeah, so Ron Wolf obviously is getting up there in age, and he's very anti Jack Duffin. So Ron Wolf is kind of one of those, you know, as I call him, the uh, the get off my lawn guys, which is a reference to Grand Torino with Clint Eastwood. And Chris Mortensen went on um, Twitter and put out there that he talked with Hall of Fame GM Ron Wolf and others who embrace and. Are out of control. Ron Wolf states, when something goes wrong, who takes the responsibility? Their answer, well, that's what the data told us. What a crock. That's what got him 1 in 31. He then went on to go a little bit more into baseball, where he said he, as Mortenson said, included his disdain for Major League Baseball teams who are heavy on analytics. Ron is a longtime baseball fan, these are his own thoughts and opinions exclusive of anybody else. And I think he was trying to delineate there between Elliot Wolf and his, uh, his dad, but Ron Wolf comes from a different cloth. I mean, you're not going to walk into a tradesman's office or somebody that's been doing something for 20, 30, 40 years and try to teach him about all this new fancy stuff. You know, it's tough to teach an old dog, new tricks. Ron Wolf is basically saying what I did for years works. He's not going to be as receptive to the modern data approach. It just is what it is. He doesn't feel he needs the data you know, in his informational decision-making. And Andrew Barry, being 32 years old, likes as much knowledge as he can get. So it's just a difference of opinion there.
1: Yeah, I did a poll today, mate. And uh, it's quite interesting that um, 77% of the Browns fans are disappointed with letting Alonso and Elliot Wolf leave the building. Well, we know how they are as
0: proven talent evaluators. I mean, Alonzo Highsmith may be the reason Nick Chubb's here. You know, Elliot Wolf has kind of staked his claim to Sione Takitaki, which, you know, we'll obviously see how that works out over the years. Um, but they're well-respected in the league. The Browns, just like – Browns fans especially, like having guys in the building who are respected by other organizations. So these are two football guys. You know, they've been around – I mean, Elliott Wolf's in his mid-30s. They just like having them as part of the organization because it gives you a little bit of, you know, kind of credence. That's really all that is. Mm-hmm. But I have, I have heard a name that may be coming to Cleveland. Bill Belichick. Actually, I want to ask you a question about Bill Belichick and analytics. We'll get to that. But no, many may remember that Bill Polian was the former president of the Colts uh, back in the 2000s, late 2000s, the Peyton Manning years. It was ultimately let go in 2011 by Jim Irsay. Um, Well, Bill Polian has his son, Chris Polian. He was actually the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts from 2009 to 2011. Um, He then was replaced by Ryan Grigson, who many Browns fans know and hate. And then now they've moved on to Chris Ballard. But Chris Polian was interviewed for the Eagles GM job, the Tennessee GM job, um, and he is currently down in Jacksonville as the director of pro personnel. And obviously Andrew Berry and him would have worked together in, in Indianapolis. So there is a little bit of rumblings on the streets. That Chris Polian may pop up in Cleveland. Something to look out for.
1: Him. Yeah. Um, I, he, you're not selling him to me, to be honest, mate. The, uh, yeah. He's a guy that's been in the league for a long time.
0: His dad is well-respected. You know, he's held positions of power. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to, you know, run around the block, take my shirt off screaming and joy, you know, but he's a well-respected name. He's been interviewed by other teams for GM positions that he didn't get. So it's not like he's going to come here and be the GM. So maybe an assistant GM or maybe something in those lines, um, which is fine. I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, you know, it's about the guys picking the players. Um, You know, the Browns have a lot, you know, Dan Sagini is another one that you may stick around. Um, So you got guys in the building that'll be there as well, but it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not like, you know, something we need to jump for joy about.
1: Okay. Here's a question. You can go for a drink with any of the GMs over the last three, four years. So Sashi Dorsey. Perry, Chuck in there, Wolf and Alonzo, who are you going to pick?
0: So I'm glad you cut it off at Sashi because, you know, I did have a very good conversation with Ray Farmer back in the day. So I would have picked Ray just because of how respectful and how nice he was. But of that group, me and Zoe, you know, as – Nathan Zagur and Bo Bishop alluded to they may or may not have had to reposition their studio because of people like Alonzo uh, Highsmith. So I just, I really like the guy he's, he's just seems like he's having fun. He seems what he, like he loves what he does. You know, he's a guy that doesn't really care much about titles. He's art, you know, the title of his job, so to say, not titles as in super bowls. Um, I would enjoy having a drink with him. Uh, Dorsey would probably be my one B. I think I would have a great conversation with JD. Uh, you know, now that he's not, he might be consulting. Maybe we can get him on the podcast. I'd love to talk to him. Um, but yeah, I would say one is Highsmith, two is Dorsey, uh, three is Elliot Wolf, four is Sashi Brown. I'm gonna I feel go- like Sashi would just talk about like really smart people stuff, and I would have no idea what he's talking about.
1: I'm gonna go with Sashi Brown, number one. Number you're two, mad. Dorsey. Number three, Alonso. Number four, Barry. Number five, Wolf.
0: Really? What is it about your? Would lo- do you want to get in front of Sashi just so you can take a selfie with him and send it to Jack? Is that what that's all about?
1: Bingo! You know, I promised Jack that I would get hold of Sashi Brown at some point.
0: Well, he works for the Washington Wizards, so next time you're flying through DC. Give him a call.
1: Good to know. Yeah, so it'd be him. Dorsey had fun with. I would like to have more fun with him, but I think Sashi Brown asking him all about the trade picks, why he picked Kaiser. I'd be really interested.
0: I would would have more fun uh, meeting with Hugh Jackson. I think Hugh Hugh would give you a lot of that information. I kind of want to hear it. I disagree.
1: I think Sashi's going to tell you how it is. Hugh's just going to get a tongue tangler.
0: Nah, when, I go, when, when Hugh and I go out for drinks at some point in my life and I'm going to make it happen, uh,
1: I'll get all the details for you. All right, let's go for this then. Uh, Hugh Jackson, uh, Freddie Kitchen, Greg Williams, Kevin, who are you going to go with for a drink?
0: Uh, Hugh, number one, Freddie, number two. Then Stefanski is the last choice. Or, oh No, I would say Greg Williams, number two, Freddie Kitchens, number three, Stefanski, number four.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I would like to get to know Kevin a little bit better, so maybe he rates a bit higher than that. We'll see. But I do
0: have a question I'm going to ask you, and then I want you to put it out to the Twitter folks. Go you on. know, because obviously Ron Wolf's talking about analytics, and this is a whole thing now, where you got the football world meets the analytics world, and blah, 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 and everybody's pissing into the wind, right? So, my question is if you took Bill Belichick, okay, highly regarded as the best coach, best GM, allegedly, even though he's not really, I mean, he picks players and the Patriots are good. If you took Bill Belichick and you let him draft a team of just guys on other teams' practice squads, so the Paul Brown special players, you know, each team has about 11 guys on their practice squad, right? So there's 32 teams. So he is basically. 300 guys that he can pick from. Could he draft a team coached by Bill Belichick that would go 5-11 and 11 in the NFL? Do we have the base of the Browns players at the moment? No, you have all 32 teams. If they are on a practice squad, if you were to draft, you have to build the team. Nothing. You have to build it. You have to use a quarterback. Every player on the, on the field has to come from another team's practice squad. And sure, Bill Belichick sure the is the coach.
1: Can't be, that, can't, be, can't be that level to win five games. You don't think Bill Belichick could coach a team of
0: just practice squad guys to five and eleven? No. Put that on Twitter. I'm curious what the results are.
1: All right. Tomorrow that's my poll question.
0: Could Bill Belichick coach a team of practice squad players only to five and eleven? Okay. The reason I ask is you have arguably the best coach in the NFL. Talent, people say, oh, it's not it's not necessarily the talent. It's about what you can get out of the talent, blah, blah, blah. No coach has done more with less than Bill Belichick. So probably the only two guys that could do it, I would say Belichick, if he would if be one of the few guys that could take a roster full of practice squad guys and make them decent. The other one would be Kyle Shanahan only because – His system is more built on simple execution, and the pieces don't matter as much, i.e., Raheem Mostert. So, that's one of those things where I think those are really the only two coaches that would have a chance. Um, But yeah, put it out there, Bill Belichick. A team of practice squad players only. Quarterback, all twenty-two starters and special. You know, obviously teams don't have long snappers and stuff, but you get the point of the question.
1: Gotcha. In other Browns news. There's reports that Goodell plans to meet with Miles Garrett in the next 60 days.
0: I mean, that makes sense. You know, the, the league calendar year resets here uh, pretty soon. You know, we're going to have free agency rolling. we got the combine coming up. Um, so that makes sense. I mean, I have no doubt that Roger Goodell is going to reinstate Miles Garrett. I think, first of all, the fact that he was suspended indefinitely and needs this meeting is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think the NFL PA really let miles down. Um, I'm not taking away from anything he did, but at the end of the day, he committed his punishment or he committed his offense. He was given an indefinite punishment for that. I mean, I hate to break the news to people. Did anybody else know that a guy in the Raiders swung his helmet at uh, a player in week 17 and was suspended one game? Oh, it's funny. Not many people knew that. So It's just one of those things where he didn't connect, but he did the same thing. So, oh, it wasn't on Thursday Night Football. There's the difference. (laughs) But I have another question for you. Go on. This on. this This was a question from the audience. So a very avid Paul Brown podcast listener asked me, if we were to change the parameters of our question from last podcast about which Browns player you'd like to go have a drink with, and we were to change that to a location that only secret we would know as the Brassiola. That's member that's secret location. We're gonna make up a name for it. We're gonna call it the Brassiola. Which Browns player would you go to the Brassiola with? Odell. Scorpio Odell.
1: You can't beat Odell. Okay. You're going to still go in there. See, you I'm taking Odell, it- mate. I, I just don't think there's any environment out there which you don't want Odell Beckham with you.
0: Well, at our made-up magical place called Brassiola, there could be other ones. But there's a new guy that we can throw into the mix. Did you know the Browns signed – wait for it – a fullback? Stratton. Close. Johnny Stanton. Stanton, I said. Yes. Now, the ironic part about Johnny Stanton, not only is Johnny Stanton a fullback, he was also a quarterback. So now Kevin Stepanski has added a fullback who, good-looking guy, went to UNLV, played at Mission Viejo High School in California – you know, this guy can throw bombs. We got a fullback to throw corner routes, post routes, run the ball, block. I don't know. Maybe Johnny Stanton would look good in uh, the Brasciola. It's possible. Mm. He would get more attention in there than we would, though. Where is our old fullback, Danny? Vitali? Yeah, where's he? He's in Green Bay. Yeah, he went up and he's
1: playing for the Packers.
0: Mm. Northwestern's
1: finest. All right. um I heard that in the NFL, there's two more games in Mexico for the next two years.
0: Yeah, I think they did sign that um, little thing that's going on there. Um, I also have heard some rumblings,
1: and I've seen it discussed a little bit,
0: that that Browns-Cowboys game may be on Thanksgiving.
1: Anything about international at all?
0: Uh, I don't think they released that for a couple more months. Um, not sure the way they're going to go on that one, but yeah, that would put a little bit of a wrench in uh, our plans to head down to Dallas for the uh, for the Browns
1: Cowboys game. Doesn't affect me being English. I don't have Thanksgiving. It may actually do flights go up in price. D- didn't you guys throw the uh, the Native Americans out of England?
0: Didn't Edward Longshanks say, "You're gone, get out"? We flew. The- we
1: got the Americans out of England, did we? The Native Americans. Well, this is not a political podcast, Ian, so I would not like to comment on that. <laughs> All right, buddy, you take care. Only get some sleep. It's midnight here. Get some sleep, and
0: hopefully you find the catapulted wingnut that is uh, it's, it's losing you. I'm lost off my podcast. All right, Browns fans, big season ahead. We got a fullback. Tony Grossi, you're off the hook, buddy. We got our fullback. The uh, Power Eye game is coming back.
1: Go Browns.